What's up, my people? I'm Chris. I'm your host, and you're listening to Network Nation, the politically incorrect podcast where I discuss personal and professional growth so that you don't head to the grave with regret. Damn. (laughs) I almost ran out of breath like that was my first episode. Holy crap. I'm rusty, y'all. I'm rusty. You know, I... A couple weeks ago, I banged out like three or four episodes. The week before that was like two or three. And then I've been so damn busy the last few weeks that I really haven't had a chance to jump on here. So clearly, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but I was like fucking blue in the face towards the end of that intro. So, woo! all right, shit. Well, listen, guys, I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk about this one tonight because this is something that came to my mind last night. And, you know, I got my little note section on my phone. I jot down all my podcast ideas when they come to me and I'll go through and take some like, you know, pre-episode, pre-call notes that I want to touch on. And, you know, I've had, I've had quite a few people reaching out to me and you guys see, I put my stuff out on Instagram about like parenting and real estate and all that kind of stuff. And it's really cool because a lot of you guys will message me and, I get a ton of encouragement, which is awesome. But then I get a lot of people that are asking about like advice on certain things. And I really, truly love providing value. But I will say this. I get really fucking tired of the people who either reach out to me asking me same shit in a different way that don't do anything or the people that reach out to me and just think my time is unlimited. It's a really annoying and frustrating thing. And I just, I think I become more short fuse with it. Not only the busier I get, but more importantly, the more people ask me something and they don't fucking take action on it. That's the worst. You know, I have plenty of buddies in the entrepreneurship space where we catch up and we talk about shit that's going well, things that aren't going well. And it's great because it's high level conversation where you can, you know, bounce ideas off each other and provide value and absorb value and all that. But when you get people that are asking you questions, when you know, they're not going to do shit, it's just like, come on, man. Like, I don't even know what to tell you. You know, it's to the point now where I don't know. I'm not like a Andy Frisella where I'm probably getting hundreds and hundreds of messages a day, but it's enough to annoy me. And I can start, I'm starting to understand it. And this is kind of what led me into talking about what I want to talk about today, because some of the people that reach out to me, it just, how do I say this? It's like when you're talking to somebody that's just not going to understand an idea, like you might as well just stop beating a dead horse. You know, um, it's like trying to explain like the political money making side of why COVID actually happened. But people think COVID was just a legitimate sickness that just leaked out into the world. I'm just like, okay, I'm not even going to go down this because it's not even worth it. And some of these, I just get a lot of these like victimized, like questions and statements. And this is what I want to talk about today because in the first part of this podcast, which is going to be like the first 10%, <laughs> I'm going to be your therapist. Okay. I'm going to hear you out metaphorically, right? Cause I'm doing, I'm the one doing all the fucking blabbing. Uh, but like, I'm going to empathize and I'm going to understand because I've been where I'm about to discuss, but then the rest of the podcast, I'm going to be your personal trainer and I'm going to fucking kick your ass into shape. Okay. Listen, there's a certain time in your life where things are not your fault. Okay. When you're a kid, 
this is why I just like, I have such a love for kids, man, because they're, they're our future. They're just, they're so damn innocent and they don't know. And, uh, I would say the most guilt that I ever experience on any given day is me as a dad, because I'm really tough on silver in certain ways. And she's only five years old. And I have to remind myself sometimes that like, she doesn't know certain things. And I just get so fearful that she's going to grow up in this like society, like this snowflake society. And I just, I don't want her to be like these other people. And I don't want her to be amongst the common people. It's just the facts. I don't want her living inside this box. I don't want her suppressed. I want her to believe that she can do whatever the fuck she puts her mind to like Kanye West style. Y'all, if y'all haven't seen his documentary, you need to go see it or go watch it on Netflix. Um, I had a similar upbringing, but I was way more insecure. You know, it's just how it is. But I, I still like thought outside the box. I like the fact that I didn't blend in with all the cool kids and like, you know, I was friends with some of them and stuff, but like, I don't know. I just, and I want silver to be like that. And I just, I get a lot of guilt. So here's the deal. You know, as kids, like it's not your fault that you had, you know, some of the trauma that you did or the lack of leadership that you may have had. And every parent does things, you know, better or worse in certain regards, but every parent makes mistakes. And every parent I think makes mistakes in some sort of major way, whether it's around professionalism or relationships or whatever it is. And dude, that's not your fault. Like as a kid, it's just not your fault. You didn't choose that. You didn't sign up for that. And even as an adult, I will empathize in the sense that like, there's just people that just lack awareness. Like right now with COVID, you know, there's people that legitimately just think that COVID was released from some bat fucking farm or whatever the hell it was in Wuhan. And like, it just happened. And people don't understand that like that was the greatest transformation of wealth and like more, there was more hospital acquisitions and more money made in pharma and, you know, more high net worth individuals climbed their high, you know, their net worth even more in the last couple of years than like any other time in history. Like this was a huge money move. And a lot of people just don't understand that. And it's not like their fault that they lack this awareness. It's just what they, how they grew up, their environment, whether it's the family environment, whatever it is, like, it's just, it's how these people think. And it's how these people have grown up. And I empathize with that because there's a lot of divide right now. And I think a lot of people just need to like seek to understand more. And, uh, that's why I think like this whole snowflake society where you can't be direct with somebody and you can't disagree with somebody. It's like, dude, that you're robbing yourself of like one of the most enriched experiences of being able to learn from somebody. And it's not always going to feel good when somebody disagrees with you, but like, that's how you learn shit, you know? And that's why I'm just so thankful that I'm in sales because we're always getting like, or in my career, I was always getting like constructive feedback and shit like that. And just, I don't know, like as kids and as like adults who lack awareness, you know, I empathize because the fact is, is we have really poor leadership in this country. We have a lot of distraction with the Kardashians and all the fucking bullshit in Hollywood that everybody obsesses over. And it's like, dude, there's people out there that literally pay more attention to somebody else's life versus their own. Like, that's insane to me. You know, we're surrounded by marketing. I'm always, I'm always talking to Silver when we're in the grocery store. She's like, oh, daddy, daddy, I want the, um, I want the Elsa yogurt. I said, no, honey, we're going to do this organic Greek yogurt right here. I said, let me show you something. You see this pretty little Elsa logo? She's like, yeah. And I was like, you know, this is the really bad yogurt. 
but they want you to buy this yogurt because it looks really pretty and it looks like Elsa. But I was like, see this Greek yogurt right here, this organic, you know, enzyme driven yogurt, it's boring and it's plain, but this is the healthy stuff. And this is called marketing, honey. We're surrounded by marketing. And I literally am talking to my five-year-old about this because it's true. We get suckered into all this shit. Same with the educational system. I will not be surprised if my daughter gets into high, she's in a private school right now. And I hope she comes into high school well-equipped because I would not be surprised if homegirl wants to work with me in the company or work with, you know, moms and entrepreneurs as well. And doesn't even really want to go to high school much. And I'll tell her that, Hey, that dude, that's cool. You don't need to memorize what the fuck, you know, a rhombus. Uh, I don't know. I don't even fucking know. I failed math class. <laughs> I literally only passed because my math teacher knew my brother and I built a good relationship with her. That's literally it. But she doesn't need to know a lot of this stuff, right? Like I would rather put her in like a community college as a sophomore in high school, taking accounting classes or showing up in meetings with me or like my, on my accounting calls and stuff. Because we just have really poor leadership, poor education, all this marketing bullshit And it's just not a lot of people's fault that this is how we've grown up. And a lot of people don't see this bigger picture. Okay. But let me tell you something. There comes a point in your life where the tables start to turn. You need to start assuming more responsibility and more fault. Okay. And I'm going to start with like the, like growing up as kids kind of thing. Okay. I grew up without a father. My father was in and out of my life. Uh, was just a very toxic guy, very abusive, uh, not towards me or my sister physically, but was physically abusive in his marriages and verbally abusive. And, um, you know, I, my, my brother who I'm really close with, who's eight years older than me, like he was at his dad's a lot. He was in high school. Like he was busy. Like we weren't, we just weren't as close back then. Like it's harder to be close when, you know, my brother's 14, 15 and I'm like seven and we're half brothers, you know? So Dude, a lot of times, like it was me and my sister and we play out in the yard and some other times, like I'm by myself, like literally by myself. Occasionally I would have friends over, but I moved a lot when I was younger. So even then, like the whole friends thing was kind of tough for me. And so I just kind of grew up in this, like, like not like a terrible, terrible life, but just really non-conventional. You know, I didn't have like the kids down the street that I grew up with for 15 years and, you know, mom and dad, like I just didn't have that life. And, um, as I got older, especially when I got into college, I, you know, I looked at how my dad lived and I thought, man, I don't want to live that way. Like, I don't want to be married five times and like have this terrible reputation and just still fucking in the same hometown doing, you know, dumb shit and job to job. Like, I just don't want to live that way. And I, I ultimately looked at him as like a, an example. And sometimes when I was like older, I would wonder like, Dang, man, like that's just, you know, I wonder why he didn't like show up more, you know, but the one thing that I didn't really go down that I see a lot of kids go down this road and it's understandable, but like, I never had this whole, like, he just doesn't care about me. He doesn't love me. So I just have this low self-worth. I just never thought that. I don't know why. Um, I think because my mom just like really loved me so hard and I was really close with my sister and like my brother awesome, like awesome job as well. And I had master Muhammad and good leadership in Taekwondo and stuff. But like, I always just knew I'm just like, well, no, it's not me. It's my dad. Like it's my dad. That's the problem. 
Um, he's the one that didn't show up. He's the one that made poor choices. He's the one that chose this over that. And it, it, it's obvious to me that he makes poor choices because of the life he lives. And so I don't know, I just never really like took it personal. I wasn't like, Oh, he wasn't here because of me. And that's when I really started to get into like, as a young adult, like this whole, like, dude, it's my fault. If I continue to victimize myself about my dad, when I'm not even the problem for my dad, it's the drugs, it's the lifestyle. And as I even got a little bit older into my twenties, I'm like, it's probably the way he grew up, the trauma he's been through. Like, and really I got to this point over the last, like I'd say in my mid twenties where I was just like, damn, like my father's just, he's just a little boy. Like he's just a broken little boy in a man's body. And he never really like grew up from that. And I feel for him. Like I, I feel empathy for him. But unfortunately, he lives a life that I just don't want to be a part of. And that's okay, but I'm at peace with that. And I've taken that accountability and it's really helped me become the man that I am today, the father that I am today. That's why I'm such a passionate dad because I never had that in my life and I know how much that sucked. And I would never want that for Silver. And so ultimately, everything just kind of like happened like that for me where I just realized I'm like, damn, like, if I can take more fault, and I remember watching Gary V when I was in my mid twenties and he talked a lot about this and he helped help me immensely. Uh, this is where I'm really thankful for like social media and access to like entrepreneurs who like to give back. Like he talked about take fault in everything because you have the control. And I just really kind of started to wonder, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like if I blame this person and blame that person and blame him and blame this situation, I'm giving all the power to these people in these situations. I don't have any control. Yeah, I might not have the pressure. I get this temporary release of like, oh, it's not my fault. It's your fault. But you don't have any control. I would rather have this pressure and take the fault because I can navigate it. I can deal with it. I can process it. You know what I'm saying? I can become okay with it. And so like, if I'm in a bad friendship and this person's really treating me like shit, I'm not going to look at them and say, wow, you're a really bad friend. I'm going to be like, well, it's my fault that I'm surrounding myself with somebody like this. It's ultimately my fault. I'm letting them do this to me. But if I say, oh, it's that person, it's that person, it's that person, I'm going to try to change them and fix them and, oh, make them, dude, you don't, you can't, can't do that. But if I say, well, it's my fault, well, I can exit myself from that friendship. I can control that. You see what I'm saying? So I just think like, if you guys have been through a lot of shit as kids, which I think we all have, everybody's traumatized. That's why we all, by the time we're 18, we're fucking confined in this box and we're insecure and we care what everybody thinks. And we go to college and get this job. It's all that kind of shit, you know? But like, look, at some point, oh, excuse me, I had to get a drink. Um, at some point, you have to accept the responsibility as an adult and you have to take ownership of your mindset and why the things in your life aren't ideal because it is your fault. It is your fault. I'm talking, everything is you know, big as, you know, I didn't want to go to college and get this degree. And I spent a hundred grand because my parents made me. Well, no, they didn't. Well, yeah, they did. Or else they would have stopped talking to me. Well, it doesn't matter. You still went to college. You still did what you didn't want to do. If your parents disagree with that, fuck them. If they don't truly love you and accept you for who you are, fuck them. Like truly, how is that? Like, how is that love? How is that proper parenting? They should support you no matter what. Same with people that are afraid to come out. My parents are going to disown me. Let them fucking disown you. I know it's going to be hurt. It's going to be hurt, but you don't have to harbor that shit. Go out and be gay. That's okay. 
Go live your life. Go be free. You see what I'm saying? So you have to take ownership as you become an adult. Now, the other example that I wanted to, uh, or the other topic I wanted to discuss was like people that are already adults that, you know, like the COVID example, people just don't have this awareness. And to a degree, yeah, it's not your fault that you lack this awareness. It is, but it isn't. But you guys get what I'm saying. Like, you don't know what you don't know. You know, I'm not going to sit here and like beat somebody up mentally and verbally because they don't understand like what actually happened with COVID. I'm just going to be like, yeah, you just don't understand. But if you do research or if you just actually are willing to listen to other people in opposing views, you could learn something. So with that, you know, one of the ways to gain awareness is to have an immense amount of focus internally to truly just take an immense amount of inventory in your life and what's making you happy and what's not, you know, do you hate money because you truly think that rich people are snobs or do you hate money because you just don't have any of it? Right. Do you hate like quote unquote toxic, toxic masculinity or do you actually want a man that's a fucking man and you're with a little boy? You see what I'm saying? You have to really ask yourself, like, why aren't I happy? Are you constantly stressed out about money? But you have this idea in your head that money's money's not everything. Money doesn't make you happy. Well, guess what? If you're fucking stressing out about it all the time, you should probably realize that you're not as happy being broke, and that's okay. I can tell you guys, I've been fucking broke and I've been comfortable. And I do not like being broke and I will do everything I can to not be broke. And that's okay. So at some point, when you start to really focus on your internal happiness or unhappiness, you can start to gain the awareness. Once you have the awareness, now it becomes your fault. Now it becomes your responsibility. If you've identified that, wow, you know, I've always told myself that money's not a big deal, but the fact is, is I I really think it's a big deal. Or I've always told myself that like, you know, I love myself and you know, I'm, it's okay if I eat ice cream because it makes me feel good. And, but the reality is, is that I'm just afraid to look at myself in the mirror because I look like shit, right? Like that's awareness. Like you're gaining this awareness because you focused and dialed in on what makes you unhappy. And guys, you'll be able to figure it out. Like, you know, what makes you happy and unhappy. You just got to be fucking real with yourself. And that's not easy to do, but you have to do it. You have to look in the mirror and you have to admit it to yourself because then you have the awareness. Now that you have the awareness, now you can gain the control. Now you can go out and start to find ways to make more money. Now you can go out and you know start doing what you need to do to lose weight. So look, I empathize with you know growing up as kids, learning certain things, certain triggers, you know, or having certain triggers and going through certain traumatic events and being confined to this, this box and the lack of leadership in this country. Like I understand the lack of leadership with parenting, whatever it might be. I understand even as adults, when you lack awareness, I get it. I understand. I've been there. There's probably certain things I'm still not as aware of, but I'm going to continue every day to focus on my internal happiness, to show up for myself. And I will continue to unravel things that make me happy and unhappy. And those things might change. Those things might change. The person I was the first two weeks of my company versus who I am now, I'm a different person. I really am. I'm extremely focused on growing my company, but I'm also a lot more like, okay, I don't have to work 18 hours a day. Like I've, I've done that for a couple of years to the point where like, I want to spend more time with my daughter. I know how to work more efficiently. 
I, I've gotten myself into opportunities where I can work more efficiently. You see what I'm saying? So I have this awareness. I can now take more responsibility. And everything that I do in my life is, is either my fault or my gain. If I have success, a lot of that was because of my mindset and the people I've put myself around. If it's something that I don't like, it's my fault. And listen, that's that's one of the hardest things about leadership in life is that when something goes wrong, it's your fault. When something goes right, it's because of other people. And I'll give you an example, okay? All of the mistakes I've made in my company are truly my fault. Like truly. I didn't I either didn't teach somebody how to do something right if I outsourced it and it went wrong or if I fucked it up myself, it's because I didn't know and I didn't properly educate myself. But for example, on this development project that's that's getting you know taken off the ground, it's all because of my team. All of these people have made all of this happen. And sure, I will take credit by saying, yes, I believe in who I am. I surround myself with good people. I put good people in the right seat. However, they are driving it. And so you almost just start to take like pride in the fact that like, Everything bad is your fault because you have the control to fix it, but then everything good is the result of other people around you helping elevate you. And it's okay to take some credit there, but it's the people around you. And I, you know, I've I've learned just through education and being around good people that like that is the true form of leadership. That's the most fulfilling form of leadership. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I'm I'm fucking self-made, you know, like. No, dude, I'm not self-made. My mom, my brother, my master, even the people that have like doubted me. I mean, I remember my college professor told me I was going to struggle in sales. Like all of those people have helped get me to where I am today. But again, if I'm not where I'm at, it's because it's my fault. So I just want you guys to uh just remember that listen, it's okay if you're lacking awareness in certain things, it's okay if you look back and you're like, fuck, like, how did I not see that? You know, it's okay that you went through things as kids and you're a little upset or bitter or, or whatever. But like, at some point, you have to gain the awareness, you have to let shit go, you have to assume the responsibility because that is when you can control shit. And that is ultimately when your life will go to the next level.